You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Katerina. So Katerina lives in Los Angeles. She's originally from Orlando and Jacksonville, Florida. She works in the event industry, but with the state of the world, she's searching for new territory. Yeah. So welcome to the show. How's it going, Katerina? Thank you. Doing well so far. Can't complain. What about you guys? Fantastic. Well. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about your dating life. Are you how is it going here in the middle of searching for new territory? Great question. Yeah. So dating, I guess, during this whole year has been interesting. I guess basically with the whole slowdown of the world, I'm just gonna call it that because we're bored of talking about the whole subject. It's been a nice time to actually reflect on yourself and kind of work on self-love and self-care and like figure out what you truly, really want in a relationship and within your life in general. So I've been having a lot of fun kind of just working on myself and like divulging into like traumas that I didn't know were bothering me in the past and things like that. I think even just with the state of the world in general, people are kind of just more emotionally aware of how they're feeling. And with that, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and a lot of the stuff has come out that I didn't realize was in there. So it's been Mm. Past few months. Well, tell us about that. Like, what what in particular has been something that you've been either coming to terms with or just like really excited to look under a rock and find something that you didn't think was there? Yeah, um, a few things I think that I've maybe learned, I guess, so far has been like what you're, what I'm actually looking for. So I don't know. I think all of us have a bad habit of not maybe everyone, but at least me <laughs> have a bad habit of dating. You know, the pretty boy or you know people that you just kind of click with, like you want to party with, you want to like have a good time with or someone that you meet off an app that you're strictly just kind of sexually attracted to or physically attracted to. And also learning that maybe everything on your checklist, even if it looks like a perfect person and they're on everything on the checklist is correct, it's not necessarily going to be like that in real life. So those are just two big things like kind of taking a step back from the fictitious and the LA types and working on my checklist and revising and seeing what I actually want in a person. Cool. So dating status right now is is single and evaluating? Yeah, single <laughs> and working on myself. And I think like probably going to take a break. Might kind of try to join the celibate train. We'll see how that works. But <laughs> so how is the celibate train going so far for you? It's not that hard with, with the whole COVID situation. So, so yeah. far, so good. <laughs> Past few months have been doing good, but we'll see how it goes when life starts again. When's the last time you dated someone? I've definitely had like a few people like kind of flowing in and out of the life in the past few months, even since like COVID has started, you know, you get lonely, you get bored. And there's been some people that were kind of trickling out as the (laughs) lockdown started. So I would say probably like March was my last like semi-consistent thing. Was, Was there, were any of them someone that you were pretty interested in and then they were just so freaked about the COVID situation? They were just like, I can't? No, the last like real dating situation I would consider would be somebody that 
didn't have a lot of time on his hands to begin with. So I don't know, kind of stayed the same throughout COVID. We were just kind of, we're like neighbors, but it just never really seemed to fit in the schedule. <laughs> well, so now that you've had a little bit of time to think about your ideal situation or your like your ideal dynamic of a relationship or what you're looking for, paint us a picture of what you feel that looks like now. Yeah. So like I said, I'm kind of revising my to-do list and my checklist on like what I want in a relationship and what I want in a person. I think like self, whatever this is called, I guess, self-help and self like work is really important. I think every weird dating situation I get myself into, I like come back home and I'm like, okay, what the hell was that? Like, what lesson is this trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? Like, wow, how can I make this a positive situation? And like, sometimes I stop myself and I'm like, wait, did dudes do this? Like, do they actually like work on themselves? Do they like reflect on like past relationships or even just like one-on-one dates that you never saw the person again? Like, do you ever, they ever learn anything from those or are they just like pissed they didn't get laid? You know? Uh, Yeah. I'm wondering the same thing. Noah, tell us, do do you guys think about this? Do you think about it? I certainly do. I certainly do. And it depends. I think I feel that this is a big reason why we're doing the show, right? Because we're hoping that through sharing our stories and our experiences, you know, and, and everyone on the show that people listening can have that time for that that introspection and that mental reflection into what they're doing, you know, because I, I know there was an episode back at the beginning of the thing, Mish and I were talking about why I started doing this. And it was basically because I really screwed up a past relationship. And I had to look at, I spent a lot of time like looking into myself and like doing exactly like we're doing, like doing that self-work. And it takes, it takes some courage to peel back the hood and, and to look in there and say like, wait, you know what, maybe my engine's not running the way it's supposed to be running. I can make a few tweaks here and there. So I do commend you, Katerina, on on doing that work on yourself right now. It, it is does take courage. So like, um, it's hard to admit you're not perfect, but and sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're pretty close. You're pretty close. It's harder to admit when it's like, okay, wait, this might not just be like the other people's fault. Like it might be my fault too. Like there might be some things I could be doing different, or like you realize, like after six, like for me, I've been single for six plus years now, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe after six years, maybe there's something I'm doing wrong. And like, there's a cycle that I can fix. And why am I getting stuck in that cycle? And then you start going really deep and you're like, Mm. all right, like past traumas, like, is that really affecting me? Has it like actually been solved kind of thing? So do you you ever like try to go back to the guys and ask for like that advice or be like, is there anything that I personally did or that annoyed you or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, I've definitely asked because, you know, when, like, for example, I had one date. I told you about this, Mish, but I had a date during quarantine where the guy checked all the things on the list. He was successful, had his own home, like, already, like, wasn't a little bit older than me. So he kind of just seemed like he had his shit together, you know, had like successful businesses in the past and like was going towards like cool things in the future. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, yes, universe, you're delivering. Like, I'm getting the type of person I want finally because I'm like focusing on it more. And then our date, I thought went great, but I guess it didn't. And I got the like, thanks, but no thanks kind of situation after this, like the first date happened. And I was like, damn, in my head, like that went great, but I guess it didn't. And so I realized like, yeah, just because somebody looks good on paper, they're not the person for you and you can't make them the person for you just because they fit the checklist. And also like, yeah, after he told me that I was like, all right, well, never going to talk to you again anyway. What did I do wrong? Like, is there anything you can tell me? Like, any improvements? And I feel like a lot of times people are afraid to answer that question. And even if you're never going to see the person again, I feel like 
if the person's asking, give them what they want. Like I wasn't afraid to what he was going to say. I'm never going <sighs> to say that again. My feelings were already hurt. Like there's not mm. much. You can I completely, completely agree with that. And I think some, yeah, people do get scared or they're like, oh, if I say something, she's going to freak out. But yeah, if you're asking for it, you want to know. You just want right. a straight up answer because you're you're looking at it as like constructive criticism because right. you're like maybe if, maybe they say something that it it's just how you are and you're like okay I don't care to change that but it could be something you don't even notice you're doing and you're like I, even if we didn't work out I would like to work on this for me moving forward with my future relationships because maybe that's something they won't appreciate as well exactly we need it's to like normalize a, that conversation like 100 percent agree I, I can't even agree with that also, anymore we need to normalize people asking what they want before they even like meet or slash start dating because a lot of times people assume that that people are on the same page as them and then four or five months later down the road you're like wait what are we and like i love that you said that because i was just thinking the other day how it should be right up front like and i know like be present just go with it but also it's like let's just talk about it. Cause what if like we both have, I know we're going with the flow, but what if you have an idea and I have a different idea and either we want to be on the same page or we realize we're on completely different pages and let's not even bother with the emotion and all mm. of it, you know, it's just a lot. It's yeah. Like you, you never know what someone's going through. For example, right now this week you asked me and yeah, I'm going to try to be celibate and yeah, I want to work on myself and I'm not interested in like going out of my way to find a relationship. Like I want it to find me. But, you know, next week I could be really horny and just want to get and I'll be back on Tinder and, you know, who knows? So, like, yeah, I think it's just a good idea to ask people like where they're at. I, I used to do that on dates that within the first date, you know, an hour or so I try to get that conversation. But, you know, it's funny. I think people hear what they want to hear also sometimes. Oh, I could fit in that checkbox. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I could work with that. I could, I could work with that situation. Oh yeah. You want kids? Yeah. I, I might want kids. <laughs> so. If they do answer those questions the way you want them to, that at least shows they have some sort of interest. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Actually, like the battle these days, I feel like is finding somebody with like the common ground as you and like, it's all a numbers game. It's all like you may or may mm. not fit with the next person. Like, you know, there's only going to be one. So pretty much everyone else is going to be a fail. So you just kind of have to like work with that. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So the last six years, you've been pretty much single. What kind of relationship dynamics have you experienced? So has it just been one night stands? Has it been maybe a one month thing? Like you get through the honeymoon phase and then you just something... You don't want to commit. What has the flow been? I think I've pretty much been through every single kind of relationship you can imagine from, yeah, one night stands to like one week stands to like two or three months flings to like being best friends with somebody and just banging them every day to like <laughs> whatever it is, you know, and like open relationships even I've kind of tried. So I've tried everything and it's, I mean, I like it. I'm, I'm happy. I'm single. It's not necessarily like a boohoo sucks to be me kind of situation. Like I said, like I love working on myself, but it's, you know, it's nice to be able to explore different kinds of relationships and different kinds of people. And I just don't understand the type of person who can jump from like four year relationship into another one, like a week later. And it just doesn't yeah. give you a lot of time to like really decide what you, who you are and like mm -hmm. what you want. So yeah. Before we move into some more fun questions, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned that, that you can share with our listeners today? The biggest. There's been so many. I feel like this quarantine every day has been like three years. So 
learned a lot. But I think a, a really big one that I've learned that I am still trying to self instill is like the universe has your back. What you want has already happened. You don't need to force anything. You don't need to try to push yourself into like what you want. It'll happen if it's meant to be let like universe take its course. I think I've been single for the last six years because I've also been on dating apps for the last six mm. years. You know, they kind <laughs> of started about the same time I turned 21. And since then, I've just been single. And like I said, can't complain about that. But at the same time, I think it's trying to force something that's supposed to be natural. And that can work for you. And it has worked for me. I've met some of my favorite people off those apps. Like some of them are still like my my 911 emergency call person. Yeah. So. You can meet and I've made, you know, business connections and et cetera, et cetera off them. So you can't, can't say they're bad, but, and I'm still on them. So I can't even talk about shit, but I think like letting nature do its course and like, you know, really just, I've been on like a little bit of a spiritual trend. I think taking manifestations and just like letting them go after you've said them and not, not, not put too much panic and stress into the situation, I guess. That's really well said. Almost. It sounds like, as if it's like, you can stand on your own. You don't need all this extra stuff Yeah, and, and, and to be able to find that strength and and to go forward and do it. So very cool. All right. So now I'd love to ask some fun questions. Where was the spiciest hookup that you've ever had? You guys picked the best person for this, I swear. (laughs) One of my favorite hookup stories, I think, is when I was studying abroad in um, Spain. (laughs) I had previously met a guy in, you know, in the States. He was on tour and I was friends with some of my friends, but he was from Spain and lived there. And so when I went to visit, we met up and one thing led to another. And all of a sudden we are having sex on top of my hotel where all of my students are sleeping. The sun was rising. We like broke into the rooftop too. It wasn't like a hotel rooftop. Like it was like where the air conditionings were. And it was definitely interesting because we tried to get back, me and my, my friends the next night tried to get back up on the rooftop and we couldn't figure it out. So he had worked at hotels in the past. So he had some sneaky tricks up his sleeve. But uh, yeah, I watched the sunrise in Spain on a rooftop getting laid. It was great. Wow. So he has the master key, you know, to all the hotel rooftops, apparently. Yeah, a little tipsy. So the details are blurry, but... <laughs> Do you like it rough or romantic? I think there is room for both. Right now, if you asked me, rough. (laughs) But I think if I were in a relationship or something, romantic. But you know, you can do both in one sesh. You can do like one in one one week and one the other week. So just depends. Mm. All right. What's the what's the kinkiest thing you've ever tried? I have like several stories that pop up to my head. Okay. Well, choose, choose the one that's the most, I feel like it's relatable maybe just because I think a lot of people are afraid of like open relationships and like exploring that kind of stuff. I like, I did have one like official like boyfriend since Mm -hmm. I was in LA, we only dated for like two months. So I really don't count it. But (laughs) in that two months time, we did uh, go on a trip to Denver uh, for Valentine's day, but he had broken up with me like the week before we were supposed to leave. Oh no. Why couldn't you have waited one more week? I don't fucking know to this day. I still don't know. We're friends. Like, I still don't get why he would have done that. But anyway, I was like, we're on spirit, bro. Like, I can't change this ticket. Like, you're either coming with me or (laughs) I'm going by myself. So he ended up coming with me, even though we were broken up. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be for Valentine's Day. So I brought all these like sexy dresses. And like, even though it was cold and whatever, I was like, leather jacket, sexy dress, fishnets, like high heels, super ready to be cute and like have a romantic, like, 
like I said, never really have boyfriends. So I was super excited to finally like go on a trip with my man and like blah, blah, blah. So we get there broken up. Like I'm unpacking all my cute clothes. He's like, damn, like, fuck. I like fucked up. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, and I'm mad at you. So like, you're really fucked up. Cause I'm not even about to like change the situation right now. But long story short, like we still kind of just like pretended like we were dating again. And like, we're just like, whatever, like, we'll just see how it goes. And then we were out on a date. And actually, we met up with our family for like happy hour. And then by time our dinner plans came, we were like drunk as shit, get to the dinner plans, like ended up having sex in the bathroom at the dinner. And then we went to a burlesque show afterwards. And the burlesque show, we had these really great seats. And we were drinking cocktails at this point again, and blah, blah, blah. And then this, this other couple gets sat in our seats. Like they, the like production comes and is like, Hey, like we want to take your, your seats for this like group of four. Is it okay if we move you like one row back, we'll give you a round of drinks on us. We're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, but we're kind of salty about it because the other two people never showed up. So it was just this other couple that took our spot. So we're like, what the hell? And so they kind of were like looking back at us and we were kind of looking back at them, like kind of like salty and I, I don't know why they kept looking at us, but anyway, they started talking to us and we we're like, all right, well, we'll make conversation. So we started chatting and <laughs> one thing led to another at the end of the night, they invited us to the strip club and we're all just like hooking up with each other at this point. And it's just a mess and like in the taxi and like things are happening and they ended up coming back to our Airbnb with us. And like I said, he had broken up with me and he had broken up with me like a week prior to the trip. So I was already like back on the dating apps, like ready for some new D, like let's go. And so whenever this couple came along, we were like, let's do it. Like, fuck it. I've been wanting to have sex with somebody else because you pissed me off. So we did. And that was pretty fun, I think, and exciting. And I've never done like a kind of foursome situation before because usually I don't have a boyfriend. So it's usually not an equal playing field. But yeah, so after that, we decided we were gonna like maybe do an open relationship. And then like a week later, we were just like, no, nah, we just need to like break mm. it up. Really. Yeah. Do you think that helped sort of transition out of the relationship? There was kind of like a closure? Seeing, you, seeing each other with somebody else? Yeah, but I think that also made both of us realize we still had feelings for each other a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it made it a little harder. I don't know. He couldn't find parking at my spot one day, and let's, literally, he like broke things off with me after that. So, Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are, we are going to work towards wrapping up here. Final question for you. If you could recommend one sex toy or a relationship book, what would you recommend for our listeners and why? I'm not going to give recommendations for couples because I'm not very um, first in that situation, but I think every girl should have a dildo. <laughs> don't, definitely get one. I can recommend you one. I've got a porn star friend who has a great mold. So, <laughs> <laughs> Epic. I love it. I love it. Well, Katarina, it's been fantastic having you on the show. We'd love to have you back. Okay. Let us know when you, when you find that next relationship. Sounds good. We'll, we'll check in then. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. It's been a blast. Please swing by your favorite podcast player. Leave us a review. Positive reviews are the best. And of course, if you want to be featured on our show, visit dirtondating.com slash single to introduce yourself. Tell us your story and we'll get you on. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.